Hey guys, and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline, the weekly paranormal podcast where we, paranormal people, ponder perilous, perplexing perspectives. That's the most ushing opening I could think of. Um, yeah, I've fried <laughs> my brain a little bit trying to think of it. My name's Kaylee, and I am joined by my co-host, Oshin. Hello. How are you doing this week, Oshin? Anything paranormal? Uh, no, not, nothing paranormal, Never I don't do. think. One of these days, one of these days, you're going to be like, I saw I'm gonna... Satan. It, it will like it'll make up for it all in one go so much so it could be genuinely dangerous oh god <laughs> um i'm ra- waiting for like yo hey oshin anything paranormal is it's like i'll be in tongues like <gasps> <laughs> that would be great for the podcast imagine the views we'd get interview with a demon like yeah not even a vampire interview with the demon we're going straight to the top <laughs> skip the sexy part altogether we're going straight for demonic we talked about something a few weeks ago on the reddit episode and I can't stop thinking about it ever since we covered it. I'm, of course, talking about the Glimmer Man. Uh, we covered a story about a man who worked security at a national park in America. And he saw something on a night shift. And one of his co-workers a few years later confirmed that he had also been seeing this creature. The man in the story describes something similar to the Predator. You know, when the Predator kind of goes invisible, but he's not like 100% invisible. You can still see his outline and it's kind of blurry. Yeah, yeah. His adaptive camouflage. Yeah. That's what this guy described seeing. And apparently, a lot of people have described seeing something similar. And it has come to be known as the Glimmer Man online. Not to be confused with the film, which is apparently a really, really bad buddy cop movie. <laughs> what? Yeah. I've never heard of no, this. No, me neither, until I started Googling the Glimmer Man to try and find stuff. And it was like, here's this really shit movie. You want to watch this? It's got like 10% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, no, and thank you. Does that... Does it have to do with any paranormal? No, it's like, it's literally just a buddy cop movie. There's also a pub in Dublin called The Glimmer Man as well. And <laughs> also <laughs> nothing to do with the cryptid. I don't know where it got that name from. Oh, uh, it was like during World War Two, we had Glimmer Men in Ireland. Oh. Like to make sure you weren't like using gas when it was meant to be rationed during World War Two, or as we liked to call it in, in Ireland, the, the emergency. emergency. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's really interesting. So the Glimmer Man seems to be able to blend in with his background and sometimes is described as having yellow eyes. But other than that, there's not much we know about it. I've heard someone describe the creature as looking like it's made of water, which is a terrifying description. Uh, So today I'm going to go through and read some encounters people have had with the Glimmer Man. And then we'll dive into what we think this creature possibly could be. There are so many explanations from like Mothman to Bigfoot and just tons in between. It's bizarre. The the Glimmer Man is just weird, man. It's probably one of the weirdest ones we've ever covered. So this account comes from a website called Phantoms and Monsters, and it's pretty chilling. The witness, Joseph, claims that sometime in November 2002, he and a friend decided to head to the abandoned Brookfield Air Force Station, located near Brookfield, Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) Everything's in Ohio, man. Also, totally breaking the story here, but I found out recently that, uh, you know, the, you know, like the Scooby gang, the way they're from Coolsville? Yeah, yeah. There's an actual Coolsville in Ohio. What? Yeah, it's an actual place. And like can- canonically in the Scooby-Doo story, they are from this small town in Ohio called Coolsville. I love it. It's also what? near enough to where the Flatwoods Monster is and the all the that area. It's just crazy. <laughs> 
The road trip. We're planning the road it's trip. It's like right on. It's the going b- to be wonderful. <laughs> I can't wait. It has been abandoned since 1986, after previously being a nursing home. There are about 30 empty buildings on 10 acres of land, surrounded by overgrown vegetation and barbed wire fences. Police regularly patrol the area to keep out vandals, though many of the locals, like Joseph, spent much of their youth roaming around the old base. Joseph believes that he's been there more than 100 times as an adult. Joseph still liked going up to the area occasionally and shoot guns and hike. Is that like a regular, normal type hobby? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Can you just shoot guns in the wild willy-nilly like that? It sounds very unsafe. It does. The base was about a tenth of a mile from his home, through the woods. There was a hole cut in the fence which which allowed easy access to the property. And on that chilly November 2002 day, Joseph and his friend Tori decided to head to the base to do some shooting. Only Joseph was armed. There was light snow on the ground as they made their way through the woods, following a deer path to the wire fence. Joseph noted that it was unusually quiet that day, walking in the woods. No sounds of animals, no wind, no nothing. At the time, he didn't think much of it, but looking back, he believes that it was strange enough that he remembered it. After finding and crawling through the hole, they eventually made their way onto the base, walking through knee-deep grass. As they walked towards the building, they began to hear beeping sounds, which they found to be odd given that the building hadn't had power since the late 1980s. As they got within five feet of the building, the beeps increased and became louder. They eventually made their way through an open garage bay door, and this is when the beeping went crazy. Why are they going closer with the beeps getting louder? Like, What else that, What else mm, you got to do? I mean, if you've got a gun, what's it going to do? A gun doesn't stop a landmine. <laughs> do landmines beep like that? They do in Fallout. I don't think they give you any warning like that, though, in real life. No, probably not. <laughs> it would be a bad design feature. Yeah. So Joseph described it as kind of like a metal detector beep, like it was zoning in on the metal. So the closer mm. they were getting, the more it was beeping. Tori became frightened, and Joseph noticed that there were two doors leading into rooms, one of which was closed. He found this odd because every other time he had come up, the doors were open. The beeping was coming from the room with the door closed. <laughs> so despite Tori's misgivings, Joseph kicked open the door and entered. <laughs> the beep slowly faded out, replaced by a loud droning sound. So instead of beeping now, it was like it was like when they were coming up, it was like beep, 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 beep. And then he kicked the door and it went beep. Was it like someone on the life support? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Just plugging them out. <laughs> Sorry. I hope not. Just the way he kicks the door open, though. Uh, Classic adventurer stuff. Yeah. He noticed a device sitting on the floor about three feet away. Initially, he thought it was a pipe bomb. He thought he was going to die. <laughs> Good man. It looked like an air compressor, with wires on its left side going into a rectangular black box with a cylinder attached to it. I have no idea what it was, Joseph recalled. He wondered if the police or maybe the marines who actually trained on that base had put it there. Tori was frightened and insisted that they leave. Uh, Joseph was also feeling rather scared, so he decided to leave as well. So they decided to head back towards the fence to get out of there. And as they made their way through the tall grass that they had come through on the way in, everything was very, very quiet. And they both stopped, sensing that they were being watched. And all of a sudden, they could hear footsteps coming from the overgrown brush. That is when they noticed, across the field, that snow was bouncing up and the grass brushes was parting, as if something was going through the grass, something they couldn't see. Sprinting after him. It was the weirdest thing, Joseph said. And sprinting after him, like... (laughs) Yeah. Joseph said he could see the outline of what appeared to be a human, but it was transparent. He could see through it. He could see the brush on the other side of it, but it was distorted like an optical illusion. 
both men became frightened and headed for the fence. Joseph and Tori both kept an eye on it as it moved. They noted that they were clear indentations in the snow and on the brush, and the snow was moving as if somebody was trudging through the grass. So the snow was like getting knocked off the grass. Something was running towards them. <laughs> Which is just terrifying. <laughs> but they couldn't see anything beyond like an outline. That's pretty much all they could see was like this, the outline of a person. That's the bit in the film where... where everything gets very real all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. The thing that has been a rumour for so long is now, oh, you're trying to be killed. I would be gone. Oh, same. Zinging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'd even stop to look and see what... I think if it was me, I'd hear the footsteps and I'd be like, oh. Nope, <laughs> I wouldn't go. even stop to look and see if it was a creature. I'd be gone before, before I even got that chance. Even stranger, Joseph claimed that it seemed to completely vanish occasionally and then come back. So it would like kind of phase in and out of being there. Whether it was actually just really going invisible and then like kind of not, you know, I don't know, partially becoming invisible. I don't know. It trailed them, but never got more than 30 feet away from them, except when they were near the fence. At some point, Joseph stopped and raised his rifle at the thing. This seemed to anger the entity. There was some brush that stood about 15 feet high and it separated like somebody drove a truck through it. It was coming hard. Snow was flying, brush was flying. Joseph aimed at it, but for the first time ever as a hunter, he felt a real sense of dread, like he should not shoot at it. His friend Tori also urged him not to shoot, as it would make it worse. And they eventually found the hole, and by this time, it was full sprinting at them. The two men rushed through it and into the woods, keeping their eyes on the semi-invisible entity. Joseph noticed that it stopped at the fence. It was almost as if it wasn't able to leave, like it wasn't able to get out of the fence. And then it was gone, and it just like, it evaporated. Three weeks later, Joseph returned with another friend. I don't know why the fucking hell you would go back there, but Joseph decided to go back. And they spent hours searching the whole building and they never found any beeping device or encountered any creatures. They didn't see anything. He obviously cleared up, like, you know, yeah. took his things and left. He likened his sighting to alien, to the alien in the Predator films. So obviously like Predator. That's a very common description is that it, uh, it sounds like Predator, basically. That, that particular one is very, very like Predator because when he raises its, his gun at it, it goes apeshit and runs at him. He does also say that that area is used for military operations. So mm. was it like, did he accidentally walk in on a, I don't know, undercover project? Were they working on some sort of... Top secret. <laughs> cloaking device. technology. You know? <laughs> I hope so. Well, I don't because I don't want the army having that sort of thing. But like, science is cool. God. Like, you know the way they joke about, like, uh, people monitoring you on your webcam? Like, you have that one yeah. CIA agent who monitors you. Imagine if they could go invisible yeah. and they're just in your house somewhere. Oh, God. What have they seen? <laughs> yeah, they could be standing at the foot of your bed watching you sleep at night and you'd never know. Have you seen, like, the real-life invisibility cloaks things? Cloak things that they are developing like that? I've seen the fiber optic one that, like, yeah. it's like a shield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really cloak you. Around you. Yeah. It just kind of distorts where you're standing, so it kind of looks like you're not there, but you can clearly see something's blocking the image. I just wonder if it's like an advanced version of that. Because like if you weren't looking, like say if, hypothetically, if, if, if this it, was like a version of that where somebody had that like in the shape of them, like a cloak, if they stood completely still, you probably wouldn't notice they were there. No, even if you were just like glancing, because that's one thing I noticed. It's like the one that they had, you could very clearly see it was like... Because it was like, you know, it was like a riot shield yeah. size thing. 
you could hide you could hide behind it. If you look straight on, you could see like this strange rectangle. Yeah. But the strange rectangle was the same sort of colours and pattern as what was around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you were just like if you were at a distance or if you were like gla- just like taking a quick glance, it would just it would blend in quite well. It's a good camouflage. It's not invisibility, but it's a great camouflage. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh what do you reckon the beeping was? Maybe it's something to do with the invisible person, or do you think it's just like it triggered some sort of alarm in the building? It could have been the inv- invisible person's belonging, like I was saying, mm. um, and he took it when when he was found out. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm sneaky to th- to think that it could have been like some sort of testing situation, and whatever scenario they were doing, yeah, um, that was part of it. Yeah, so yeah. So yeah. you know, a man in military base is the perfect place for secret military or uh, testing. So it could have been like you know one of these scenarios where. Get you know your man is trying to get in with this camouflage to defuse something or I feel like if it was me and I was if I was wearing the suit doing the tests and somebody pointed a rifle at me I don't think I'd run at them <laughs> I think I'd be running no. the other way <laughs> some someone else would have probably stepped in I think as well sure unless that was all part of the test mm. I wonder if mm. you looked at it with a thermal imaging camera would you be able to see the creature or not. Oh, that would be interesting. What sort of what sort of ugh, what sort of thermal signature does it have? Yeah. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We have a bunch of stuff coming up that we're really excited to announce, and it wouldn't be possible without the help of our Patreons. Uh, you'll gain access to the Discord, where we discuss episodes and all kinds of paranormal events. And people share their experiences or paranormal investigations that they're doing, and it really, really helps us out. You can also support us by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. It takes time to record and edit the podcast. Any support at all is really appreciated. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. I'll post this to the Discord as well, but Ushin, here's a video of what I think or what is supposed to be a sighting of the Glimmerman. Of course it's 3 a.m. Oh, it has to be. What? I'm just constantly rewinding. It's such a bizarre looking thing. It just kind of like... It's how I imagined the description of the Glimmerman. It looks like it just sprouts out of the ground. Yeah. And then just runs across the frame. It's It's weird. It's very strange looking. You can clearly see what looks like the shape of a person just running across the road. Like, but like, oh, you can even see the arms moving and stuff. It's weird. Cameras, especially ones that like compress video footage, are prone to making people look invisible. Like if you ever see a lot of security footage and stuff that looks like there's a shape of a person moving, but it's not quite loaded. I don't know why you... It's it's compressed. And especially when it's dark, it kind of tends to do that. So that could be what this video is. But it is exactly what I pictured when somebody described the Glimmer Man, like in the stories. I'm noticing like a second one behind. You know, like there's the two cannons in the video. There's like a second sort of thing happening at the same time out of the one on the, the further cannon. Where is it? Where? Oh yeah, look at that! Didn't even see that. And they're yeah, they're right in front of cannons. So I wonder. Oh, oh the military. Military uses cannons. <laughs> yeah, the Civil War. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's a dash can, so is it being shot through glass as well, or? Well, I assume so, but most dash cams are, and you don't see people running around. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm saying like if it was if it was raining and there was rain on the windscreen and the wind is blowing it, but even still, it doesn't look like that at all. No, it, yeah, it looks like somebody running. Um, yeah, it does. It's it's moving, not like water droplets would. It's very strange. There's a bunch of videos of people seeing things like this as well. Yeah, that's, that gets my seal of, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> so here's another encounter. For over 20 years, I did not know what to call what I saw until today when I found this Reddit page. I just called it the Predator because that's what it looked like. Back in 2000, I was in the Air Force as a security police augmentee. 
There was a shortage of security police at the base I was stationed at. There was a shortage of security police at the base I was stationed at, and I was made into a temporary security police officer at the base in Southwest US. I was patrolling the National Guard side of the base with another airman when we saw that the lights were on in an office building we had just passed moments before. We went inside, there was a long hallway, and out of one of the rooms, a big, invisible, predator-like creature came out and started moving rapidly towards us. The airman ahead of me, by about 10 feet, moved over and made himself flat against the wall as it passed him. The thing was coming right at me and I froze. The airman yelled, get out of the way! And I did, at the last second. I saw this thing move past me rapidly and there was a strong gust of wind behind him as he passed me and it just disappeared about two feet past me. Whenever I tell someone they don't ever believe me, I'm glad there are other people in the world that have seen something similar and I'm not crazy. So that's another person who just describes it as like a cr- predator-like creature. What do you think of that one? Mm. Also in like a military base, which is just weird. Yeah, yeah, what's up with that? Hmm, military explains. <laughs> do you think that's like some way of... Because like... I want this to be like a creature so bad that I'm like, so, I know, maybe it's like, I you know, the, you know, the Russians, the demigorgons, like, yeah, and they just like keep escaping like... on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sneaky little creatures. Or like a, a especially bred like creature. Yeah. Cause I don't think they'd be pulling like, you know, a trick on their own man. Like, I don't know. Maybe you never, would. you never know with the military though. They could be using this as like a test. Um, yeah. Test, testing him or testing it. Uh, this is another encounter, this time in Vermont. This is my husband's account of a Glimmerman sighting that I am retelling. He grew up in Vermont, so very wooded everywhere. Vermont feels like a pretty benign place as far as absolutely everything goes, lol. Still, where there is lots of woods, there is strangeness. I firmly believe that. The woods is not a human domain. It belongs to the animals and God knows what else. So about 30 years ago when he was in high school, he and his buddies were hanging at a friend's house at the edge of a forest that was approximately five or six car lengths away from the porch where they were hanging. He's never smoked or drank or anything mind-altering due to a medical condition. So there he was of complete sound mind just randomly looking at the forest edge when he saw a tall humanoid invisible-ish figure just strolling along the edge of the forest just inside the tree line. He watched it slowly walk the length of the property and out of sight. He said he would have never noticed it if he hadn't been looking directly in that spot when it appeared initially. And that was it. It was so bizarre, he didn't tell his friends and just played it off like nothing happened. The only description he gave, besides the weird predator type invisibility aspect, was that it was definitely humanoid shaped, sort of slowly swinging its arms and definitely tall. So crazy. Also, just FYI, my husband is a no-nonsense, practical, down-to-earth sort of man with a lot of integrity, so not the type to make things up at all. He is an open person too, though, and he has seen a number of strange things in the woods out here in Vermont. So... That's another description, predator-like creature, but it's very like the video we saw where you can see the arms kind mm. of swinging. I don't, I don't know what I'd do if I saw that. But I definitely would Invisible-ish. If I saw something walking along like that, I'd be like, hey guys, look. <laughs> yeah. Let's go chase it. <laughs> no. Um, and they were never heard from again. <laughs> it's just funny because like you always hear about cryptids like this and it's like, oh, but there's never any video. There's so much video of Glimmerman, like so much <laughs> video that it almost makes it unbelievable how much video there is. So let's raise the question then. What is the Glimmerman? Is this a new cryptid that's remained off the radar or is it something we already know that has stayed a cryptid because it can hide itself? So the number one accused culprit is Bigfoot. Are you surprised by that? I am a bit, but when you say it, the whole arm thing comes into, you know, yep. you know. Yeah, yeah. 
you know Bigfoot with his swinging arms and he's like hey what up yeah, um, <laughs> they got that saunter alright yeah um, maybe it's like that's how he evaded detection for so long right right it all kind of makes sense with Bigfoot um, it does I've long heard that Bigfoot has the ability to turn invisible and that's why he's not been found like you'll often hear stories of people having rocks or even trees thrown at them uh, and they'll look in the direction of like whatever has been thrown and there's nothing there some people even hear like voices talking back to them in the woods and they'll look and there'll be nothing there either not like human voices but just like mm. um, you probably don't know it but we did an episode on the Sierra Sounds which you should probably go back and listen to because it's a great episode about Bigfoot where there's these weird noises in the woods and it almost sounds like a samurai movie There's <laughs> um, just these really bizarre noises that somebody recorded in the back hours of nowhere people reckon it's bigfoot but again like they were recording these noises and they never saw anything like there was times where because they because where they were they built like a, a bear shelter like a small bear, bear mm. shelter yeah on their camp so that you know they could just run in there when they were hearing noises and they ran into this bear shelter they could hear their entire camp being ransacked and rummaged and then when they'd look out through the little peepholes that they'd have they'd see nothing and then when they'd come out of the bear oh. hole or bear trap what do you would call that bear shelter even though it sounded like their camp was being destroyed, when they came out, there was no damage at all. It just sounded like something had been rummaging through. So that, That's crazy. Bigfoot is a big... Is, is a suspect number one. I'll put it that way. I personally like to think that Bigfoot is just like a big ape. You know? Yeah. Like maybe smarter than your average animal, but I still think Bigfoot is, you know, closely related to humans and we're nowhere near chameleon yeah. camouflaging ourselves. We, we can't turn visible-ish. Not that I know of. I mean, I've never tried, so... I don't know. I, I can do it. I, I can turn invisible, but only when people don't look. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, some others believe that the creatures are none other than the skinwalkers. Now, I'm really kind of hesitant to cover skinwalkers because I know a lot of Native Americans, that like, this is a very serious subject for them. It's mm. not to be joked about. It's similar enough to Irish people when we talk about fairies or, you know, respecting fairy forts and stuff like that. We don't like it when somebody comes in and makes a mockery of it, so... I won't say much on the subject. Skinwalkers can, you know, kind of change their appearance. So it's reckoned that they these sightings could be skinwalker related. There is also a mm. few videos of people online who've encountered the Glimmer Man and heard voices uh, calling out to them or trying to... There was one TikTok account that was on a ranch and was encountering it a few times. And you can hear somebody calling him in the woods, like a, like a kid's voice saying, Hey! Uh. Not a fan of that. So I would love to have somebody on the podcast who actually knows about skinwalkers and who could actually talk about it at some stage. So if anybody knows anyone that we should hit up or we could reach out to, let me know. I was going to say it would be good to, to cover it in, in an informed and respectful manner. Yeah, exactly. The last link to a pre-existing cryptid is the Mothman. And he's back. <laughs> I couldn't really find any link other than sometimes the oh. Glimmer Man's eyes are glowing like some people have said they see a yellow eyes glowing but that's not even the same color as mothman and no. like mothman seems to be spotted before a disaster and that's not really the case with the glimmer man so the connection here mm. is pretty loose but some people reckon it's mothman i think people just want mothman back they just miss him yeah no everyone loves mothman I except for like the fact that he disaster follows him yeah I don't think it's Mothman, personally. No. I honestly think that it might be something new altogether, or that it is actually some kind of alien. I mean, the predator yeah. might not be too far from the truth. Granted, it doesn't seem to be hunting humans. I don't think anyone's ever actually been injured by a Glamour Man or 
Other than that one guy who got chased by one, I don't think they've ever done anything more than just chase somebody. I can understand why an alien would need invisibility in order to explore Earth. <laughs> Sometimes I, I feel like say, I need I, that. <laughs> I would I would personally subscribe to, oh, if it's any of the above, it's, it's going to be an alien. Yeah. And it's kind of like, in my head, I'm like, well, if I was an alien explorer and, like, you know, it was my job to survey planets yeah. and yeah. this and that... Yeah. You know the whole thing in Star Trek of like you know not interfering. Yeah, yeah. So how like you can't be seen as part of that, you know? Well, it would make sense that they'd be seen in military bases too, <laughs> just checking up yeah. on people, make sure they're not blowing yeah, each what, other. What, what kind of, what level are these guys at? Yeah, I mean, mm, they're a danger to themselves constantly, but to us, nah. I'd say they monitor. Like if if there are aliens and they're watching us. I'd, I'd say it's something they monitor, though, you know? They gotta keep an eye on us. I'm pretty sure we're on, like, alien reality television. <laughs> just, like, today on Earth, uh, and Keeping it'll just up be, with like... the catastrophes. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, an alien's chance of getting shot by, like, a human is probably pretty high. Especially considering most movies they're in, they're the bad guys. Yeah, I there's a huge propaganda, you know? Yeah. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, I personally come in peace... Personally. Personally. God. Even if it was a glamour man though, would you not be scared? You know, I, I would I would extend extend the, 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 the left hand of friendship with the right hand firmly curled into a fist. <laughs> just just in case. I really want to see you deck an alien now. <laughs> like you don't even give it a chance. Like it, it reaches out to shake your hand and you just bang suck it in the face. Hmm. Their head their heads look pretty top heavy, so I wonder if you socked it in the face, would it be like a Clothesline them like, like punching bags, you know the, the speed ones. Bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's any aliens listening in, um, I mean you no harm. That is everything I have on the Glamour Man this week. Um, but yeah, we have some exciting news. So next week on the podcast, we'll be leaving the comfort of our studio, the studio that we definitely have. <laughs> yep. And we'll be recording next week's episode in a haunted hotel. Um, Ooh. Yeah, and then we're heading out for a paranormal investigation uh we'll have more details next week but this is usheen's first ever paranormal investigation uh how are you feeling going into it are you nervous or anything um am i nervous i was i was doing okay up until discovered that the rest of the team have like been stocking up (laughs) yeah on, on tools to protect themselves from the paranormal with and like you know the demonic um there's a reason. There's a reason we call you Sharkbait. What? Sharkbait. Ooh ha! <laughs> we just throw you into the demon cage. Get him. I'm. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to to seeing if anything happens, uh, and then getting confused as to what is happening. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to relaying it all to our lovely viewers, <laughs> listeners, even. It's always fun to just be in these like really historical buildings by yourself mm. at night with a flashlight anyway even if you encounter nothing it's still f- like fun it is going to be so much fun though i'm really looking forward to it the hotel i am i am i'm looking forward the hotel is apparently haunted by a baby and soldiers so this will be fun i really hope we're on the top floor which is apparently the most haunted floor uh, we'll go up there anyway. Yeah, oh, definitely. And we'll be documenting... Can't the truth. We'll be documenting everything on the podcast, so stay tuned for next week's episode because it's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll see you next mm-hmm. week. So see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Glimmer man, take me by the hand to the invisible land. Glimmer man. <laughs>